Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to All the Hype, a weekly dose of pop culture, entertainment, and other random topics of discussion, all for your amusement. I'm one of your co-hosts, Shay, and over there we got... Hello, Hype Squad. How are you doing? Stop being white, dude. Uh, I'm hey, the white guy. Come on. What the hey, fuck you, Hype Squad. What's up, everybody? Shay, yeah. my man. You ready to get hype? I'm ready to get hype, dude. That's Let's the hype, it. baby. Let's go. Even the volume levels are spiking. Even the computer knows we're good hype. Yeah. So, guys... This is the episode we've all been waiting for. The Black Panther movie review extravaganza. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if this is ever going to happen. Again, we tried to get the review committee together, get some people so we can get a nice diverse amount of opinions because maybe some people like it, some people don't, but we want a balanced review. And we also uh, wanted Brad, our boy yeah. Brad in here, to give and, us the least. Andre. Brad and Dre, yeah, because yeah. I know we, we had Brad in before it came out, and right. um, I mean, it, I think it was pretty like informative to get a black person's view on this, right? We yeah. can we can always talk about the the movie of it, right. but obviously like this was a moment a cult- for the a black culture, impact, yeah, right, for yeah. A, a big. So we wanted to get them in here. It's been tough like scheduling time, so. Yeah. So we apologize. And especially because now they have their own podcast, which I like to think we inspired. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just want to say, like, Brad Trey, I know you guys got this cool common culture podcast, but if you guys want to squeeze some time for us, you know, the people that kind of inspired you guys mm-hmm. to do it, you know what I mean? I mean, look, we're Chop Liver now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now they, they have their Straight own up. SoundCloud page and all that. Oh, my God. We even donated a mic. Just saying, <laughs> we could at least get a Black Panther review in return, yeah. but whatever. No, guys, seriously, go check out Common Culture. They're a sister podcast to us, brother podcast, whatever, and um, go support them because we're developing a podcast community with them, and it's pretty dope, actually. I'm really proud of those guys. Brother podcast, is that because they're black? Is that what yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it, actually. <laughs> I'm glad you pointed it out, so it's awkward. Yeah, of course. So we're Brad and Dre's like, what the fuck? Yeah, seriously. They're right. not coming in anytime soon exactly. now. Yeah. Well, we were going to review Black Panther, but... So, guys. Yeah. With all joking aside, Black Panther, not happening. But in return, we're going to do a blowout movie review extravaganza today. And we got A Quiet Place. We got Avengers. We got Deadpool 2. And solo. We're catching up on the summer blockbusters, and it's going to be a rapid-fire session where me and my boy Arslan here, we're going to give our candid opinions, our ratings, mm-hmm. and I'm announcing it right now, Arslan. Here's oh. the official review system of all the hype. You ready for this? Lay it on me. It's pretty innovative. Okay. We're going to do a grading scale of A to F with minuses, pluses, and everything in between. What? I know. All right, A through F. All right, A through it. F, because we are known as the most innovative podcast, so I thought we could continue with that with our innovative grading system. You know what I mean? Yeah, I it's don't really, want... really innovative. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> you know, big, big things coming yeah. to all the hype. So, with all further ado, we, we, now that we established our rating system, let's get into our first review, which is A Quiet Place. Is what? what did there? Is, did you say Black Panther? <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this? Yeah. I know we were, it wasn't on the, Doc the docket, it. but like, uh-huh. uh, let's do Black Panther. Let's just get it out. Just get it out. What? Because we, no, we, we no, all no, the no. audience. No, no. This is why I got to veto this. We need black people in this room. Why, do you say? You and I are more critical of the movie, okay? 
And I want the audience okay. to I, I, see I a get balance it. of I understand. I understand. But movie-wise, but again, yeah. it's like... And that's you like do a rapid fire that's like you do doing Avengers without a superhero in the room, right? Come on, yeah. like it's fine, whatever. Movie wise, okay, w- w- it's not a blowout review. Quick one minute, quick one minute synopsis. Okay, fine. You liked it? Deal with our new grading system. Yeah, done. I think it's a good movie. Um, I thought it was a good, uh, a, you know, origin story. I liked Wakanda. I think some of the details what they put to the city is very cool. I think Black Panther is a cool character. But my biggest problem with it is that um, the third act, I thought was overblown. The CGI was awful. And it's just the typical, the good guys playing, uh, fighting against the villain who's the counterpart. The same suit. It's like Iron Man 1, right? He's fighting another Iron Man. It's just the same Marvel formula. And I thought uh, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, was the weakest character of all of them. I thought Killmonger, his sister... Uh, even Shiri, the his royal guard, all overshadowed the one guy who the movie is named after. I thought he was very blah character, and it's because he was the good. He was, a, he was too nice he of a guy. Nice. No conflict, no nothing. And I'm sorry, but Chadwick the, Boseman, I loved him in other movies like right. Jackie Brown. He is so blah in this movie. Like there was no substance to him. And also, I'm gonna say this: Black Panther is kind of a punk. He gets his ass handed to him most of the time. And I'm like, you're supposed to be this super powerful. And also, I thought he was a genius, but it's actually his sister. Yeah. That's the genius. I can't wait to see a movie with her. And there's actually rumors that she could be a future female Black Panther. I'm excited about that movie. That's going to be dope. Yeah, if she can take Iron Man's role, but I don't know. That might yeah. be up in the well, air. In the with... comic books, that's what happens. She yeah. becomes Iron Heart, which is a female Oh, Iron really? Okay. Yeah. So I give it a solid B. It's a good movie. Definitely has some incredible merits. And I think culturally... It's a very amazing movie, and I'm happy that um, the Instagram post I saw with those two black kids looking at the poster, like, that's me, daddy, that's me. I think that's incredible, and for that, I give it a solid B. As a movie, I think it's a B-, minus, but with the cultural impact, solid B to, yeah, I'm not going to give a B+, because I don't think it's yeah. that great. So that was a minute, right? That yeah. Was about- <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, okay, so, so, I mean, I, I, thank you for, for doing that. Because I, I, yeah. I feel like we owe the audience. Because we kept saying it. So if we do we get once back. we do get Brad in yeah. here and for whatever other podcast well, a topic we do, we'll we're definitely gonna knock, we're details. definitely gonna knock this one out yeah. with them mm-hmm. to get their take on it. Right. But like, so what? So, um, I I agree with you on almost all those accounts. Like, it was a good movie. Right. Like, a lot of it was the typical Marvel format. Mm. But fine. I mean, if that's the story, that's the story. And that's a knock against a lot of the other ones too. Yeah, it's not sure, specific sure. to Black Panther. Yeah, Just so I, I liked it. I thought mm. it was. Uh, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, it could have Chadwick Boseman could have been a little bit more. I don't know. He could have had more depth to him. Yes. But like, I think the only conflict they showed was him and his father. What his father was trying to do and how he was like kind of straying from his father than going with what his father wanted but like yeah. i get it i get it some of the other characters like killmonger like definitely overshadowed this, and him he's most, a standout villain that's the one thing yeah, we have yeah. to give the movie credit for one of the best villains ever true and it wasn't yeah. even like uh he had no like evil or malicious intentions like he also had a good see i think he had a good intention at the i end like of the day. him so yeah. i think what should have happened was um the complete opposite right so killmonger mm-hmm. he had what he was, the way he was doing it was not right, but his intentions were pure, no, right? Yeah. Uh, and then Chadwick Boseman, on the other hand, what should have been was uh, 
he was noble, but he was just conflicted in how he could do it. Like, how, mm-hmm. should he expose Wakanda and and their vibranium secrets and whatever and all that? Yeah. Like, there could have been more depth to it, but I feel like they just, I mean, honestly, they had a cash cow on their hands. Like, they yeah. knew this movie was gonna do well. All they had to do was not fuck it up, not take take any more. And risks. they did play it safe. Yeah, and so it so, it so yeah. I think that that's what our biggest complaint mm-hmm. is about it. Um, I will, I will, I'll give it a B, as well. Yeah. Because I think it was a decent movie. Like, it was worth the watch. Like, it was a good movie yeah. to watch. Like, but, you don't leave angry. You're like, I think for us, because we saw a little bit later than everybody, it was a victim of overhype. Because we were told by oh. a million people, this is the best movie to end all movies. So we came in excited. We're like, holy shit, we're going to see something phenomenal. This shit was overhyped. Okay. This shit was yeah. overhyped when the trailer came out. Yes, Or even before, the, when true. we knew the yeah. trailer was coming out. So... So again, I give it a B, you gave it a B. I think that's fair. Yes. We're not, I don't think we're highly critical of it, except for the fact that we're just as critical about this movie as we are with other I was gonna say, event, uh, Marvel movies or, or any other superhero movies or any, in right. general. Just just to put them in, in that box, Like I think we're just as critical. We're not overly yeah. critical or anything. I will. I do want to ask you one thing. Mm-hmm. When are we booking our flights to Wakanda? Oh, I know, dude. Can I just say something? Vibranium is like... They played very fast and loose with Vibranium. If there was a problem with the movie, how do you solve it? Oh, Vibranium. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. It was a little convenient. And thank you for saying that, dude, because, like, people were not overly critical because I just rewatched the first Iron Man recently. And I'm like, it suffers from the exact same problems as Black Panther. Same, like, boring third act where he's just finding his counterpart with shitty uh, CGI. And it's boring. But the one and that and that movie's held in high regard to kick off the universe. But if you ever watch it, that third half, I'm like, Ooh, but the one good bad. thing about that was uh, your your protagonist mm-hmm. so was charismatic, yeah, yeah, and like he was a dick, and I think that's what but made him complicated, right? Yes, made him so exactly, complex, exactly, right? right. So like you give more depth to the character, and yeah. like that's what makes a movie a superhero movie good. Is, exactly. uh, it's like Doctor Strange. Like I love Doctor Strange because yes. he's got this like, he, he, he like he's an asshole. Like his behavior yeah. and his mannerisms. Like uh, it's like, you know, yeah, exactly. It's not everyone needs to be an asshole. It's like, I mean, you have other ones like, uh, like Hulk is good too. Like they don't have a Hulk movie. Well, they did, they did before. Right. But like the thing, the, the good thing the about new him one is, with uh, Mike uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, but yeah. but but the thing with him is like, okay, he's got this like alter personality and stuff. Right. So like, I think that's what develops a character. And, and like, you know, I didn't see yeah. it in in Chadwick Boseman. I didn't see it in, in Black Panther. Like it was just uh, he was a good guy, start to finish, and that was it. And that's it. See, that's the problem. Like you brought up Hulk, Mark Ruffalo. He's a dork. But then he's the strongest of them all, right? He's, and it's, he's the shortest, dorkiest, which makes him more complicated, right? Because he's not confident. He's a scientist. But then he's the one that blossoms into Hulk. And he has no who, control over it. Exactly. And, like, that's the, and he has this untapped, unlimited power, right? And then this is why I don't like Captain America. He's a goody two-shoes, too, right? Yeah. With very little depth. So... I think Black Panther and Captain America, the two goody two-shoes, are the least interesting of all the Avengers. Yeah, but you know I think I mean? the one thing Captain America has going for him that gives him some depth is that he's too nice, right? So, like... He's, yeah, so, to so the like point he, where he's ignorant. Yeah. yeah, exactly, right? So, like, and Chadwick Boseman and, and that movie with Black Panther, like, he wasn't, like... He was falling T'Challa, asleep like he was, uh, yeah. he was, like... Yeah, he's just very the, mellow tone and yeah, very. Like, come on. 
Dude, halfway through the movie, I'm like, come on, buddy, wake up. Come on, come on, you're in a movie, let's go. Like, they should have shown him having more stress on, like, what to do, what not to do. Yeah. How to, like, if they showed some more conflict on how difficult it was for him to expose mm-hmm. Wakanda and Vibranium, like, that would have been, and even, like, going into, so the one complaint that I will say is, uh, they didn't go into, like, you know, they've been in existence for, you know, they've had Vibranium forever, right? They yeah. did say, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's so just the old, beginning of all but, the like, tribes. But, like, all the... All the crimes against, like, the Africans and, like, mm-hmm. you know, in, in slavery in general. Compl- and I'm not, I know Marvel isn't the, the platform to bring well, it up. Well, they did get into that, though. Remember, that's what Killmonger's big issue was. He's like, all this happened, yes. slavery, and then you guys just sat by the wayside. That's why, but that's, that's the part I really loved about the movies. Like, they, they did tackle They that. did, but I'm saying T'Challa didn't. They should have shown conflict in that. Like, they couldn't do it when all these atrocities were happening to their people. But, like, now that, like, obviously the world's coming to an end or, like, you know, they've got an enemy or whatever. Mm. Now he's like, oh, it's about time we expose this. Like, I felt like it should have been more conflict for him sharing it. It should have been a bigger thing for him, like... And that would have given more debt, right? More more debt. I I agree. He should have been more internally, like, rattled by all this, right? So, I mean, I can't wait to see what Brad and Dre, because maybe we're missing something. Yeah, yeah, sure. I know an argument will be like, that's the duality, right, between, you know, Killmonger and then he's got to be the noble. He's got to be the counterpart, but we'll see. It didn't equate completely, so that's fine. It wasn't perfect, so we'll see. So we are going to Wakanda soon then? Oh, So the reason I mention it is because... Oh, I want to go so bad. It looks awesome. The reason I mention it is because after... Some people watched the film. They went online, tried to book tickets to actually go to Wakanda, and only to find out that it's a made-up country. I know, exact damn it. But hey, I'm hey. pretty sure people thought it was right next to Uganda. That's <laughs> yeah, they, could you imagine? Yeah. Some ignorant motherfuckers are just like, hey, true going? story though. Let's go to South Africa. All right, so now to the the right. official agenda for this. Right. Um, a quiet place. Quiet place. Quiet place. So what you think? I know we, we, so again, yeah. just to uh, set the stage then, we mm-hmm. talked about this before it was coming out, and we were... Uh, in most our anticipated ho- horror movie show. In our horror yeah. movie segment, yeah, and oh, like, yeah. we were super excited about it, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. like, I mean, the story, and then this was, this came from like a new, like, Krasinski, right, so like... John Krasinski, I think it's uh, his second movie he's ever directed, but he co-wrote it, and... And he said that he, fe- he got this, like... Uh, like yeah. they For showed the first up. mock-up script, and yeah. he fell in love with the script. He was, He's like, "This is brilliant." And he hates horror movies, which I found out. Which is the crazy part, because that means this script must have been so good, and that's why people got hyped early. Yeah, because he said when he read this script, it changed his mind on what horror movies could be. So, it was it was hyped up in the beginning. The trailer I thought was one of the best cut trailers in terms of showing you just enough to entice you. Believing how the monsters look out of it. Okay. So I think uh, what makes this movie great, yeah. and the trailer from the trailer, you can kind of obviously see it is, um, I would say the horror movie, the, tra- the traditional horror movie recipe mm-hmm. has become, you know, a monster, CGI mm-hmm. through and through, mm-hmm. and then these jump scares with that music. Right, like loud noises, growls, and, and it kind of jump tells you scares. Something's coming up with yeah. the sound, right? And then this movie mm-hmm. is the antithesis of that. One hundred percent. Like this movie is 
everything but that so it's like right. you don't have that much sound you well you'd have obviously don't have that much cgi unless you know for until the monster part whatever but mm-hmm. that's a small part of the movie it's more like suspense and like setting up the stage and sound the lack of sound is probably more the horrifying. biggest the right. biggest like presence in the movie yeah not having that sound actually i would argue that the the most horrifying part about this is when a sound is made, right? Because I don't know about yes. your theater, but when mine, when the movie started, there's absolute silence, right? Nobody was talking in my theater. The movie's pretty quiet. And I swear to God, when anything was knocked over, everybody jumped out of their seat. No monster, no anything. It's just one of the characters tripping over something. Right. Because not only did it scare you because it's dead silent, but you know that every sound could lead to one of their deaths but it wasn't cheap it wasn't cheap jump scares though like most movies they'll deliberately have a door closed or something or like no or not not, and like it's somebody closing it it's not like a spirit or anything but it's like they'll do these things to kind of like hype up like oh this was just a tease right this was just a tease but But this movie didn't do that because it was actual things happening which led them in danger right Right. so like the lamp fell over or like Mm -hmm. uh them walking or like screaming in like the underneath the waterfall and all that stuff Mm -hmm. it was like it was all real it wasn't like they were teasing the audience well that's the thing so and then i guess we'll get into it so it was hyped i think it met all the hype and this is why to me okay it's because what you said, they took an early stab, or in the very beginning of the movie, they built the world and the rules that surrounded it, okay? They grounded us, and here's what happens when, this is where you can make noise, this is where you can't. Right. Here are the stakes, and because they established such high stakes for this family that's out in the middle of nowhere, and you know there's these monsters in the forest, like, those type of stakes makes a lamp knocking over be life and death. Right, and the right. fact that she's pregnant, and they, and they went through all this detail. I have to give the scriptwriter, um, an incredible, incredible, round of applause, because this is attention to detail as to how can you give birth in this world, and everything they set up, to make it sure that it's soundproof and they can have a baby, and the world they live in, all these small attention to the detail, the rules they set up that are very strict rules. So now all of a sudden you're grounded, and you know while you're watching the audience. This will fuck them over. You can die doing this. So every break in the silence, you're freaking out. And this is how you innovate horror movies forward, right? By making characters you love. You love the family. And the world feels real, even though it's not a real world. Exactly. The, so and that's, that's what scared me the most. Yeah, and that's what I liked about it. Like, uh, Again, it wasn't like cheap scares. Like, no, I, I appreciate it. was earned. Yes, I appreciate a movie that really, like, jumps through hoops right. to make you feel like this is real like right. and like in, at no at no point in time it's like oh yeah you know that's convenient yeah oh, of course no one's phones exactly. are working now oh, oh my i God. can't get reception out oh, here that's course, weird yeah right yeah it's like these but but the, in this they set up the world to show you that yeah we don't have all that shit mm. you don't have electricity unless you find a source for electricity you have solar power mm-hmm. or something you don't have food unless you find it it, store it you don't have medicines unless you actually go and uh, scavenge for it like like that is so again so they put a lot of thought into it well thought out well executed Mm. good movie um and the slow build right like how it built the tension because if you think about the time that it the uh, the time frame it takes place it's only a couple days 
right? Apart from the beginning, they show how they're... The yeah, first, it was like a few years. I mean, guys, for, for first of all, we'll be going to spoilers with all these movies. So turn this podcast off. Thank God we haven't spoiled anything yet. But spoilers starting now. So we're in the beginning. They showed how the son died. And then it's years later, they have another baby, right? Right. And since then, it's in a very short... Like probably like less than a week where uh, she's about to give birth... And then all of a sudden it ramps up. And there's a series of events that builds to a fever pitch at the end. And this is, I'm not kidding you, the I've never sweat more in a third act than this movie, right? Because she's, the, the, the wife's literally giving birth, the baby's screaming, right. all these noises, all the creatures are collapsing on their farm. Like, you don't know who's going to live, who's going to die. And, the, and John Krasinski, I love that uh, it takes a while to get there. But that's the beauty of it, right? Yeah. Because it builds up and then it boils over and then all of a sudden it explodes, and to a, tr- I mean, to a both a happy and a tragic ending, and that's why I think this is one of the best horror movies I've ever seen because you earned that ending. And it was slow, but it wasn't like methodical. But it probably. wasn't. But it wasn't like typical horror movies where oh they're investigating, they're going to libraries, pulling newspapers yeah, and watching old footages and all right. that. It wasn't like oh they were just killing time. It was literally like this. That was a normal day for them, mm-hmm. and shit just went wrong. Yeah, like they were just going about a normal day, and like all the stress was on how every day is for them a normal day. Mm-hmm. It's always like full of stress and like making sure you don't make a mistake and all mm-hmm. that. Like being like methodical in every way possible. Right. And then shit just went wrong, and the wife was given birth, and then the the daughter ran away, and all this shit happened, and uh, like. It was great, and and I do feel like the ending was, um, like they've compacted the ending a little bit a too little close, bit. but yeah. like it's fine because the, the the they got their point across. Right. The movie you was finished. You forgive it a little it's bit fine. because because eighty percent was so good. Not even eighty. Ninety percent was so good that the last ten percent, you're like, it wasn't bad, but it's just like it was I'm, fine. I I will say that the solution of it, kind of predictable. Like also, you, I just felt like they didn't. No one tested it out. I was gonna say, all right. So this is my. I have one issue with the movie, and this is the only criticism I have, because I thought this was a near perfect movie till the end. I'm like, okay, these creatures land. We don't know the true origin of them, right? No scientists thought to think, if and they figured out. Remember they won the newspapers. It's the sound, right? No scientists said, hey, if we do a screeching sound, isn't that gonna fuck them up like it fucks us? Yeah, up? Like they a- just have a magnified ear. But it still works the same way. We can't stand it when there's a screech. It's like sound. bats. Yeah, bats exactly. react the same way. So I'm that's why sure. I'm like, really, yeah, it exactly. takes a 14 year old girl to figure that out. No scientist or military general thought we have all these radios and all that. Let's pitch a signal across the world and annihilate these motherfuckers. Right. Exactly. So that was the only. Uh, <laughs> I know. That's could have tightened that up a little bit, but outside of that, though, I actually do forgive that. I mean. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, it's a movie. It's not meant to be perfect. And I hate in horror movies like you see characters all the time doing stupid shit. Even in the best movies like The Conjuring, you're like, why the fuck did you do that? Right. That's not a normal human behavior. Like you go into the closet where there's clearly a creature in there, right? Yeah. And then, but these they always acted logically. You know what I mean? And that's why I appreciate that. So yeah. if I'm gonna give a rating for this movie, I'd probably give it a solid A. It would have been an A plus, a perfect score if it wasn't for that um, ending. 
I have to knock it down a peg for that. Yeah, unfortunately, I agree with you. Yeah. It <laughs> sucks. I give it an A as Because well. I was really excited. I'm like, ooh, this is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Oh. I'm trying not to give minuses and pluses right now. I'm, I'm just going to give an A. Wow. Put um, me on the bus. It hurts. No, no, because I, I, I would lean towards an A minus because I'm kind of critical of uh, the ending. Give I think an A minus, bro. Commit. Do it. No, I think A is good. I, I feel like I have to give credit to Krasinski yeah. and, like, his acting was the acting. So the, the acting was phenomenal. Exactly, it was great. And it helps that they're real life husband and wife. Right. Yeah. Right? yeah exactly. So you can tell Emily. their chemistry was through the roof. And I love the. I think it's cheating a little bit. They looked like they really cared for each other because, you know, spoiler alert, they actually do. So, I don't know. I want to give credit for that, but at the same time, it's not hard to act like husband and wife when you are. Yeah. But still, I think it was a good choice, right? So if you're gonna do it right. Cast your real life wife in there. So, yeah, man, good, good on John. Can't wait for his next movie. Hopefully, uh, this he likes horror movies now because I'd love to see another horror movie uh, from him. Not in this world, something totally different, like Jordan Peele. Who, um, not Jordan Peele, from Key and Peele. Oh my God, which one directed Get Out? Jordan. Jordan Peele, right? Yeah. So Jordan Peele is doing another horror movie because he fell in love with the genre after doing Get Out. Something totally different. I can't wait to see that. So I hope John does the same thing. So what's next on the docket, buddy? Uh, Avengers? Yep, we're going in order. So Avengers came out next. Oh, talk about the most bonerific fucking movie. Let me tell you something, people. Arslan, get out of the way. I'm about to put my dick on the table. Dude, since the trailers, I was hyped. And I went into this movie thinking... There's no fucking way it can live up to the hype. Because the, the trailers were awesome. Then they did that Wakanda trailer where they were doing that war cry. And it was all the Avengers fighting. I'm like, oh, goosebumps. Oh, God. Give me more. I walk in. I'm like, Che, this is not going to live up to it. But let's just see what happens. And Arslan, oh, my fucking God, they did it. People, Avengers Infinity War is right now my movie of the year. Well, let me tell you why, Arslan. Don't even interrupt me right now. Because... I'm going to break it down for you people. A, Thanos is the greatest villain I have ever seen on screen. How they were, Josh Brolin, how he's able to deliver this performance as being a CGI character as a testament, not only to the uh, artists and the technical team working on the movie, making Thanos look so damn good, but the delivery of his lines. Because Thanos was not your cookie cutter villain. When you watch the movie, you see he is the most conflicted villain I have seen in a long time. And here's why. He had that scene with Gamora where he sat down and he's like, she's like, you're a monster, blah, blah, blah. How can you kill half the galaxy? And he's like, when I came to your planet, you were living on the street. After I was done, I killed half the population. Everybody has a roof over their head. Everybody, all the children are fed. Nobody's uh, in poverty, right? And then you have to stop and think, like, there's a finite amount of resources in the universe. He's thinking about it logically. Look what happened to my plant, his home planet. And then all of a sudden, it becomes a very interesting philosophical debate of his intentions are incredibly noble. And is it right what he's doing? No. But then he says, I'm going to kill everybody at random by stabbing thing. Rich, poor, powerful, weak. That's fair. So then all of a sudden, strength is his argument. And as you go on, I'm like, he is not truly evil. 
he's actually trying to do something to save the overall universe. And all of a sudden, you're like, wow, we actually have a villain that's not a villain. And it's just the Avengers versus Thanos and their ideological conflicts, which I think makes for the best storytelling. And to top it all off, that ending hit you in the stomach like a hammer. And I thought all the side stories with Tony Stark and Doctor Strange, the two assholes, the dialogue between them was brilliant. Everything was brilliant about this movie. Oh my God, the cinematography, Spider-Man, oh my God, Arslan. There's nothing you can say that can change my mind. Take the floor because I'm going to say right now, A plus, 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 plus. Okay. <sighs> so I think the, the biggest challenge this movie had was um, having so many people, big characters yeah. and then giving each like a... Giving giving each enough of the like a show time like a like enough a, 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 right. enough time to like develop their story and their part within the movie, right. um, and something like um, it was interesting because I'm going to relate this to you know Game of Thrones has their like cutscenes and where they kind of review the episode or like they talk about the episodes at the end yeah and like show. they were like when they have these scenes where like multiple big heavy hitters like. Um, roles in the in the show like Cersei will come together with like mm-hmm. with John and 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 Khaleesi and all that they're like when we have so many like big when they met in the dragon pit this is what I'm referring to they were like mm-hmm. it became really difficult to give each of them like their camera time and like their story and like their reactions to one another when one when one said something and that was like that that scene was what maybe like 15 minutes long mm-hmm. this shit's a whole movie yeah. And like think about it like Iron Man says something you got to get Doctor Strange's reaction or somebody else's reaction and and everybody else and like that was the biggest hurdle and I think they did a really good job at it. Um going back to Thanos again like we're no this is not new for us to say but like what makes a villain is his conflict mm-hmm. that he's not truly a malicious person. Right. He doesn't always think evil. He's got at all, he's actually a. He's very, got like a noble. Yeah. Uh, well, he thinks it's noble, but again, I would argue genocide is not probably yes, the way to do course, it. Otherwise, right. you're saying Hitler, a. Hey, yeah, he Thanos, had something yeah. to it, right? So like, but the difference between Hitler and Thanos is Hitler was prejudiced against the. Yeah, true. Thanos was. But I don't I'm, care who you are. Half people have to go. Exactly. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, rich, poor, whatever. Yeah, even if I have to go, I have to go. Down. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So like, I I I do understand. Like I do get the premise of it, but it was a, it was it was a great story, well executed. Like I don't like how did this movie work? Like you had all the Avengers, Thanos and his guards, and hit the children of Thanos, right? Yeah. All these characters, like Vision and Scarlet Witch, and their relationship, they had a really good moment. Everything was so well written, all the character dynamics, and it's ten years of Marvel heritage and history and movies culminating into one giant. Film. Yeah, like I said, like it, how the fuck did they pull this off? Yeah, it's that's incredible. the thing that that was their biggest hurdle. Like yeah. I don't think the story was their biggest hurdle because Marvel, see, similar to our last podcast, right? So Marvel is big and almost too big to fail at times. Yeah. So yeah, like, Mar- like Marvel doesn't really. The story is fine, just like Black Panther. Like we said, story was okay. Like it was a cookie cutter Marvel story, whatever. But like. 
their story were pulling off a great story mm. with so many fucking people yeah at like different times there there are different teams different storylines right yeah, 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 and, and putting that all together and there were all good storylines like I'm and like I love the Thor raccoon like oh little rabbit I thought it was yeah, great yeah. the dynamics with Peter Quill getting jealous of Thor it's in Gamora the scene with Gamora and Thanos, when yeah, she's yeah. laughing, you don't love anybody, fuck you. And he starts crying, and she's like, oh shit. It was like a Game of Thrones moment where she realizes she's fucked, right? She get, dies, and for the first time ever, it's not a happy ending. The heroes lose. Yeah, the the, the, the only one argument I will say is um, that when you mentioned that Thor rabbit thing, like, yeah. just Thor having to go to... Um, that, the Peter um, Dinklage thing, the, the like, yeah, that, that was that was that was, <laughs> that was actually cool that was game, really yeah. cool. Yeah, but like, like him that. being like the now immune to this ray of like him him being, but he's a god, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. But like it was just kind of like Did they play fast and loose with the rules. Yeah, yeah, yes, of right. Course. So like, but that's how cause, good cause, it is. You forgive it. You're just like, all right, let's move on. That's the thing with Marvel. Like you have to forgive it because there's at times the so good. At times yeah. you're like, oh, this this is a mere human being mortal that yeah. apparently can go up against demigods and gods. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, now he can't. <laughs> now he's a human again. And See, like that's the thing: the power levels of the superheroes yes. fluctuates from movie to movie. And I'm vastly talking about, fucks I'm not talking right. about any individual hero. All of them. All of them. Yeah. Like I'm just like, how powerful are you exactly? Yes, like it's exactly. Very, but that's a testament to Marvel's writing that these movies are so good you overlook it. But that's how the comics were as well. Like the comics. And there's the, a lot of goofy shit in the it's comics. It's not like there's like a like a standard to okay. Right. This is how powerful Spider-Man can be. This is how right. powerful Iron Man can be. Because now Iron Man will come up with a new suit, and now he's like twice as powerful as everybody else. Or like, like Vision now. Thanos, like he can now melt his arms yeah. into whatever. And I'm not gonna lie, I think you hit it on the head. Superhero comics, even the the um, literature behind everything, is goofy as fuck. The original Infinity War storyline was Thanos fell in love with death. And that's why he's doing his whole crusade, yeah, 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 which remember. is a goofy fucking storyline. Yeah. And I think they improved it in the movie sure, yeah. by saying it's more of a philosophical argument why he's doing it, right? So I think you're right, but and I'm not saying I'm not giving this movie an A plus because I think it's a really flawless movie. It has several flaws. Yeah. Okay. A lot like it does, but overall as a whole package, I think this is the best version of what this movie could have been considering what it was trying to tackle. And I think they should be commended on what they just accomplished. Because we've never seen 10 years of a franchise come together in a single moment like yeah. this. So no, I think it's, it's a celebration good. of a nerd culture yeah. and all, all these superheroes coming together. And I mean, a lot of people criticize, is that ending real? Because we know Black Panther's coming back. He has a whole franchise. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man knocked it out of the park. Two. Well, you know, the, there's, so, you know this is not the end because uh, quite vividly I remember... Doctor Strange going, there's one possibility right. out of exactly. these like billions of other ones. And like this was all premeditated. So that's he why knew he this let was Tony happen. live yeah. and give the stone because everybody knows Tony has to live for them to bring everybody back. Yeah. And everybody knows when he snaps his fingers, all the souls taken by the gauntlet go into the soul stone. Yeah. Right? So they're so all they're still, still there. Yeah. So they have to just get them out. But I still think knowing all that, we have to take it as just a movie in that point in time. That's a tragic ending. And I think they executed it brilliantly. Yeah. And my favorite moment before we move on to the next movie was Spider-Man at the end. And he's Tony. like, Tony, I don't feel yeah. so good. And he falls into his arm and you see he's just a kid. And yeah. he doesn't want to die. And it's a very vulnerable moment. And do you know how what attention to detail they have in this movie? 
you didn't. I know you didn't catch this. Very few people did. Why did it take longer for Spider-Man to die? Because everybody just instantly evaporated. How did he not feel good and then evaporate? Why? Why was his disintegration different? Because he has spidey senses, and, and his spidey senses sense something was wrong before it started evaporating. Mm. So that's why he could feel that there was something wrong. Interesting. And it was that attention to detail that was in the comic books that the Russo brothers like, yeah, we thought about that shit. Nice. This is how passionate we are about this. No, so again, like I thought it was a great movie. Um, so what's your grade? So my grade is an A as well. Solid A. I would give okay. it a solid A. Nice. Um, and I, I guess. So there's a couple of things where I was like, again, you forgive a lot of these things. It was fu- it was yeah. a funny movie. It was the characters were dealt really well. The humor well. hit more than it did it. I right. like the the Guardians of the Galaxy were in there. Like oh, I feel so that good. they provide such a good like sense of relief. Yes, 100%. and and like a comedic relief that I, I just love. Peter Quinn. That best scene though was Drax standing there and he's like, Look, I move so slow, I'm in this yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mantis comes like, Oh hi Drax yeah. and he's like, Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So it's great. So again, I give it an A. Yeah. Um Nice. So that ending scene with the beeper and Captain Marvel. Marvel. So yes. like can't wait for that. Man. So she's definitely coming back. They they've got an, a solution yep. here. So, well, because she's super powerful, so yeah. obviously she's going to be crucial in taking down Thanos and bringing everybody back. And Which leads us to the point where why hasn't she been there before? But again, you and forgive but, that. Well, actually, so uh, the uh, Marvel, the Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Studios, said they will be explaining that in the because she has a standalone movie yeah, yeah. coming out, and then Avengers: Infinity War Part Two after that, right? Yes, exactly. So her movie comes before the second half of the Thanos. Um, um, movie because he, they he said we have to explain in that movie where she's been all these years and why she hasn't participated not just this conflict but civil war the first yeah, adventures exactly yeah I'm sure she, I'm sure they'll figure so, it out but well it, they already they said it's it's all written because yeah. in the book she's missing for a big check decade of the year but they have to show audiences yeah exactly I mean it's only it only makes sense then. to make to complete the timeline because you know you can come up with the right. comic at any time and I hope don't it's need... a good reason though I hope yeah, it's something yeah, con- but, not goofy and convenient but again it'll be one of those things off. we forgive because it's it's right. Marvel so I'm not worried about that yeah, if as it's long well as made it, yeah I'm telling you any idea can be good if it's well written like I uh, I listened to this podcast called Double Toast with Corey Coleman and he has that great saying he's like there's no such thing as a bad idea just a bad script yeah, you can make any idea a good fucking idea if it's well written. Yeah, so. true. So, uh, so again, we we got that good that epic cutscene, um, and then Nick Fury's gone. Everybody's gone. So it's gonna be interesting to see like Which all showed these... the the world with all the real people and how this event affected. Like you saw the helicopter crashing into yeah. the tower. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, no, it, it, it was it was great. Like yes. again, like I'm saying, they've set the stage really well. So now there's gonna be a Captain Marvel movie and a couple of other yep. movies in between. So like, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, again, I gave it an A. Yeah, no, so, it's just a great job. We can't yeah. wait for the follow up. So let's move on to like the next movie and uh, so, let's maybe wrap these up kind of quicker. So because I know Avengers deserve more time. So, yeah. So those are the two big ones for us. Yeah. And now we'll. Th- and the next two we know are not that important. So I only have one big comment for our last movie, but let's get so, into... So Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. So the next big Marvel movie for this summer. Um, and and this is one that's also like more of a comedic or relief film than a... He literally is like 
uh, the exhale. All the inhale was all those intense movies, yeah. right? Like the big epics. I feel like Deadpool is like, all right, you can exhale now. Chill, right? Yeah. No big stakes. It's a very intimate story. It's so different because it's right. unlike even Guardians of the Galaxy, different. Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp is different, right? Because it's, it's, he's, rated, he's raunchier. This guy, yeah. Well, yeah, that's why we go to see it because he's right. raunchy and like he's like no fucks given. But like, right. do you ever see him? And again, I haven't read the comics, but do you ever see him becoming a part of the Avengers anytime soon? Um, so, man, Arslan, it's like almost like your amazing co-host and why I have you here on purpose. Almost. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Almost. Um, so, you know, with Disney working to buy Fox... Part of that deal is they're trying to get X-Men and the Deadpool over to Disney yes. and Marvel so they can finally have that uh, um, Avengers and X-Men kind of yeah, conflict because yeah. there's a major war between the mutants and the superheroes, and that's a big storyline, right? And then Deadpool's kind of caught in the middle. So the theory is, if they can complete this deal, I know it's hit some hiccups as of recent, Deadpool will be seen with the Avengers. And that's a crazy idea to think that this motherfucker who splits people in half has raunchy dick jokes and like, and is breaks the fourth wall. Can talk to Iron Man and Black yeah. Panther and say like you know some crazy shit about like Wakanda. But that's how I kind of felt about Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I didn't think they would mix well with the Avengers. Right. But they did. They like, did. And listen, like we said, it was loose, they'll, but... they'll write it and it'll be great. Yeah, yeah. And it's gonna be funny. And we'll forgive what we'll... doesn't sound good. So. Exactly. Because you never thought a raccoon and Thor dropping down in a battlefield would work. True. But it did somehow, right? And it's some yeah. crazy fucking world. So. My, my thing with Deadpool is the first one blew me away because it caught everybody off guard. Yeah. And it grossed a shit ton of money domestically, big hit, a very low budget, and it proved that rated R superhero movies could work. Right. In our culture. Yeah, exactly. And Ryan Reynolds was born to play this fucking yeah, character. Yeah, seriously. He, is, he oozes charisma. His comedic timing is nearly flawless. And the way he plays this character is brilliant. Because like, he's called the Merc with a Mouth, right? Because he's a shit talker. And when you make a movie like Deadpool, comedy is the biggest key here. And I think the most impressive part about Deadpool 1 was almost all jokes hit. That was what they had to accomplish. And it was perfect. And the best part is they took it a step further. And you can tell this was this was a passion project for Reynolds. Because there's a, a layer of depth and complexity to Deadpool 2. Because he had cancer. He was dying. You fell for him. And then he loves this woman. Yeah, yeah. And there is a duality. So when Deadpool 2 came around, where I was watching, I'm like, they tackle suicide. And, you know, when she died, how he's conflicted with that. And he's actually a very emotional, tragic being. Like, in the books, he was tragic. I didn't know how they uh, bring it here, but they did. And I thought they did a really good job because I felt for him. And I felt incredibly bad. And then you got this attachment for the kid, and it really shows growth of the character going from. A hitman to falling in love in the last one to this one having a tragic loss, healing from that, and taking care of somebody else and being selfless instead of a dick. Yeah. And being a team player. You know what I mean? So it shows incredible growth. And I'm going to say something bold, Arslan. I like this a lot better than the first one. Boom. Yeah, so I think that's the thing, right? So again, we talk about the conflict of the hero and the villain. In this case, this hero's like... Got all the makings of a villain, or right. and like he's, he's just a he's a he dick. can go either way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he can go, go either, either way. way. I think that's that that's the best way to put it. And then like 
But he's got noble intentions at the end, right? Because that's why he's the hero. The way he always... goes about it, because he actually kills people. Like, he shoots them in the head, no remorse. Exactly. So, so I guess that... Yeah. So again, but, 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 he, but, he, but his intentions, what he's trying to do, it, it's pretty normal or, yes. or noble. And so, yeah. So, But again, the, the story was well-written. Uh, I, I agree, man. This man, he's, he's made for this role. Seriously. It's so funny. And plus, like, this... <laughs> Even like it's just like his look about it, and he's in a fucking mask, and still like you can kind of like, and his his expression yeah. doesn't really change, so he has very little to go Except off his of. His eyes kind but, of dilate a little bit, the white eyes. But it's just the, the timing yeah. of it is immaculate, right? right? So like it's perfect. So like it's it's good. So I really like the movie. I like the first one better only because I like Which the good story. Which is the popular story. opinion, by the way. A lot of critics like the first one a lot better than this. And second. I think it's it's yeah. it's an easy. Easily, I, I well that's the easy answer because uh, the the second one did have more like uh, conflict between the because the girl died. Spoiler alert! And then yeah. which was a twist I didn't see coming. I didn't actually think they would do that. I'm like oh shit! Yeah, I know. And then but then she died, and then like okay, now he's he feels differently about certain things and all mm. this. Like it took him a while to get over it and all that shit. But anyway, so and he feels responsible for that as well because like he's there, he's a superhero, and he couldn't do do anything about it. All that being said, like there's more conflict and more like pulling of the heartstrings in the second one, but in the first one, I think it's you, you, it's the easy answer because uh, there's a backstory. There's just so much more context there. And then the second one, it's like, oh, this dude came from the future. He's trying to like figure re- rewrite the the past, so it changes. Right, to you know, save his wife. To save, yeah, yeah. To, to change all that, and then all of a sudden he switches sides and all that. Which I understand the story. It's not like I, I don't get it. Yeah. It's just kind of convenient and that's why i kind of like yeah. i give it wait what would you give it did you already say uh so i would give it like i agree so my criticism is the same as yours like yes i like that he switched sides i didn't see that coming but the reason he did it was rushed it was the third act they were trying to speed things along sure. and um i love his uh <laughs> little relationship with that asian girl. hi yo guys yeah, yeah, yeah like they're really like each yeah. other so there's little touches like that that i loved um, and I thought the kid was really good. I usually hate child actors, but... I didn't care for him either way. But, see, I think he was intentionally supposed to be a dick. And I love, like, he's, like, doing the mime rope thing away just randomly, like, for no reason. And Deadpool's like, don't walk away like that. You know there's no rope there. It was just, like, <laughs> stupid shit like that that I appreciate for Deadpool. It's a very stupid, stupidly funny movie. Stupidly funny movie. Yeah. Like, it's dumb. So, for that, I give it a solid beat. It's entertaining. I can put it in the background while I'm working and catch like some of the funny one-liners and giggle with it because i'm not gonna lie after an intense quiet place plus i've been two heavy ass movies yeah i really appreciated this kind of being a more relaxing experience and i like how small the story was the world wasn't at stake yeah blah, exactly. blah, blah. it was just him trying to help a kid and i really appreciate that i would give it a b as well um i just there's, there's not much you could fault the movie at especially since it takes a lot of things so loosely like there yeah. aren't that many rules to Deadpool he doesn't take it seriously because like, he breaks the fourth wall all the time looks at us like that's lazy writing he but there's acknowledges no, it but there are no rules here which kind of scares me if like if he ever joins the Avengers because mm. he can grow limbs and another dick. Which, can I just that say, was the genius one of the part. best yeah. scenes is him standing on his little feet. I'm like... And with his little baby dick. Arslan. That was so I was crying. My whole insane. theater was in tears because yeah. that, uh, that's, that's why I think this movie is so special because there's strokes of genius in this movie. Not yeah. the whole movie, but there's elements where I'm like, whoever thought of this is a fucking... 
genius. So again, so comedic genius. At least. So Marvel can be an R-rated and funny. Yeah. Superhero movie. Well, they movie. have the R-rated shows, right? I mean, think about Punisher, Daredevil, and just I know, Jones. but that's such a dark. Like those thing. are twists, though. Yeah, they those... talk. They tackle rape, homicide. This does like too, but it's more like in a comedic it's, way. It's such yeah. a funny, yeah. Yeah, like, it's like how you talk to your guy guy friends. Like that's how yes, I characterize this exactly. movie, right? That, it's a bro movie. It's a bro movie. Yeah, Absolutely, 100%. it's a bro flick. Yeah, like because I, I, like Sanjana, like my fiance, like she liked it. God bless her, man. I take her to all this superhero shit, and like she deals with all of them, and she's starting to grow on them. I'm actually slowly turning into a nerd, which I really appreciate about her. But even she was like, I like this movie. But even she could tell, like. I was dying at the little feet thing, the little dick joke, and she was like screaming at it. So I could tell, like, that's really? where it really comes through where it's a go eye movie. Because all the guys in the theater were dying. From so my wife actually really enjoyed it. Like, she was looking forward to this movie. And, like, yeah, she loved nice. every part of it. Okay, so, like, yeah, so she's, uh, she, yeah, she, and she was dying at that part. Mm. Like, the baby feet. Yeah. She was dying. Dude, cause that was, come on, you have to admit that was a brilliant scene. It was good. So again, so we we all so, gave it B's. So I mean, B. good, so that's what it deserves. Movie. An A plus, I think A's are reserved for the upper echelon of filmmaking. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's why we're keeping it kind of like exactly like Infinity War was a milestone, and so was a quiet place for horror movies. So that's why we reserve it. But there's nothing wrong with being a B. That doesn't mean I, 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 anything wrong. I do think the next one will be more heavily. More heavily involved the X Men. If they're gonna, well, whenever they do the next one, they need to do yeah. it after this deal. Because you remember they showed that that door closing with oh, that Nightcrawler was so and, good. Actually, Professor X was there and all yeah. that. James McAvoy. They closed the door like, shh, don't tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Because so. the running joke is like, why am I always in this house and you the only two here? Because there's yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they always say that, and then they're like, what? I always get the fucking tin head. <laughs> yeah. And I love he like there's a lot of convenience in the movie and he's like, God, this is lazy writing and they call it. Yeah. But the other thing is Deadpool has that benefit because a lot of movies don't have that out. They have that out. Because they have no rules. Exactly. That's why. So they, they, they don't work in a they don't work in a box. Like it's it's literally right. anything he could he could get dismembered in like a hundred different places and still like regenerate like everything. Regenerate. Yeah. So like that's his superpower. He's in he's invincible, right? So and that's the thing. But that's the thing. Does he have a weakness? No. That's that's the problem with Deadpool. with the with the with this superhero. Right. He, he has, has no weakness. weakness. Like right. even that that whatever that Tin Man is called, whatever his name is, like his he will die right because if can, you penetrate him and shoot his heart. But out, but like the, but when he was going against like even in the last movie he was going against that strong girl or like in this one Juggernaut. Yeah. But this one was Juggernaut mm-hmm. and like. He the, he was not he's not the strongest he's still not invincible yeah. but like Deadpool like I guess his weakness is like if if I guess his weakness is he's just he's stronger but like he's not like he's not immune stronger. and it takes him a while to regenerate right. whatever he's so just guess, a little bit stronger than the average person but his big thing is I mean look he blew himself up you see his head fly off yeah and then the rest but he still can regenerate and come together again yeah so so, so I don't know like if that how that's gonna play with any superhero movie because then literally he's probably the strongest yeah because he can literally persevere through anything so I mean we'll see yeah, I, we'll... I have Ryan Reynolds this is his baby he's gonna take care of the franchise mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it at all so I mean and hey a good sequel is appreciated because most of them suck so yeah. now yes sir oh, so this is the one 
which I have the most mixed emotions about. And here's why. Of course you do, dude. Every fucking time we talk... Because you know I'm a Star Wars nerd. Yeah, but like, you got... This is my baby. You got to take it easy, bro. Come on. It's just it's just Star Wars. It's not even the main storyline. But that's the thing. The, Mary, the main storyline was so fucked. So the, we're not talking about Jedi. that, though. We're but he, So here's my thing. Let's talk about Solo. I want to talk In the confines Solo. of... Solo. But let me just preface one thing. Of course you have to. I have to. You know me. Dude, dude this is, let it. I, I, I live in Just pull it out. That's tampon. I can't. Pull it I out. I can't. I can't. Pull Not for out. my baby. Star Wars is my baby. And I want the best for my but baby. this isn't the main you know storyline. I mean? Don't worry. So, But the main storyline sucks now. So Star Wars came back in full force with J.J. Abrams' Force Awakens, which was a great movie. Then they started doing the offshoot oh, movies. Rogue One. Great movie. Then Last Jedi came, and I swear to God, Disney lost its mind because the movie was horrible. I know you defend it. You're just wrong. I hope you realize in time how wrong you were. It's a you disaster. have to review a movie. You're not reviewing Star Wars. So think of this as right. from from a from a semi journalistic point of view. Mm-hmm. Review the oh, movie. Oh, you're a journalist, now, huh? Okay, I'll I'll see you. You. You're a so, so, you. okay. I'm telling you, little journalist. You. So from your podcast. Uh, Professionalism. Professionalism. No, a pro. That's true. So right. review the movie, not the franchise. Because I'm sure there's people that are just mm-hmm. are diehard fans about Star Wars as well yeah. who agree with you. But I, I, when I reviewed that movie, mm-hmm. and I gave it credit because it was a watchable movie. Just like we forgive Avengers or Marvel for some of its shortcomings. There's some certain things you're gonna movie. you're gonna have to forgive about Star Wars. I'm not saying well, forgive everything and give everything a B or an A. You could give it a D. I, but I strongly feel like like last year was just a bad movie. Sure. But the thing about Solo was yeah. it had a lot of bad press coming into it, right? And people were already ready to hate it, right? Because of the the bad stigma from Last Jedi and yeah. all the rumors of the reshoots, all that. And they changed directors halfway through, right? So Lord and Chris Miller, the guys who did Twenty One Jump Street, originally started directing it. They didn't get along with yeah. Disney. Ron exactly. Howard came in. And finished it off. So you, there were so, so many talks about like this movie is going to be uneven. Yeah. It's going to look weird because you can see two different directors' styles. Someone's going to put a CGI mustache on. Yeah, something. exactly. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Got it. Um, and with all that said, I came in dreading this movie. I saw it because I'm a true Star Wars fan, and this is canon, so I have to watch it because this is a true storyline. And Arslan, I came out pleasantly surprised. This was actually not just a disaster. It wasn't a disaster. But, dude, I don't know if I just was in a good mood that day, but I really enjoyed the movie. Because I know we had some... So, again, so the biggest hurdle for this movie mm-hmm. was... Uh, not to suck. Filling, <laughs> filling in... No, not that. Again, backing up, just review the movie, right? So, yeah. like, filling in the shoes of Harrison Ford. The biggest right. hurdle for this movie because uh, I don't know if you remember, but there's an interview Harrison did in, uh, a while back, and then they asked him, "Hey, if you could re-audition for like, if you were to go for the role again, as you did initially, mm. would you do it?" And he's like, "Fuck no, mm. I would not take the Hansel because like, I think there's so much. So one, that role is a very unique role to play out." But once it's already been established, and Harrison Ford's been around for like, up like, in every movie up until the last one, right? So like, yeah. like, you have big shoes to fill. You have something to go by, and anything that you miss, anything like if you do a, a new movie, 
it doesn't matter. You're a new right. character. You set the stage. But if you're doing a, if you're being somebody, mm. anything you do wrong or anything that differs from the original one, you get called out on. Especially a beloved character who's loved in. But culture. if but one like one misstep, mm. and he was gonna get called on it. Oh, he was gonna get crucified by everybody, the fans, the media. And he still yeah. is, even in the next movies or whatever, because there there are gonna be two right. more. There's a trilogy. So yeah, he signed up for two movies now because this movie bombed. I don't know. They might transition into a different story if, and he's in it right not just a solo movie but leading up to the movie like the trailers i didn't like him in the trailers i thought this guy doesn't i don't buy him as han solo yeah and that's why i didn't think this would be a good movie because if you don't buy him as han solo it doesn't work but that's where right? I, I would disagree with you right because well of- initially right right but then i saw it yeah and i liked him a lot you liked han him a lot as han solo i because you have to remember that this people are like that's not the Han Solo right. from. I'm like, You're it doesn't right. need to it's be. Not, he's the young. Ver- he exactly. doesn't have that confidence yet. He doesn't have the swagger. He's he need, a kid. He needs to develop this. into this right. Han Solo, and I think that's what that's these where next... people are getting mixed up. Yeah, on, exactly. You know I mean? and, like, and I think this is that's the genius of why they wanted to do this is mm-hmm. because uh, like he still got some fragments that remind me of Han Solo, like you know the right. arrogance and all that stuff. The cock- a little bit of cockiness. Yeah. yeah. So like, and I, I think like he has to go through certain things to turn into that kind of grumpy. The grumpy guy who has a little bit of swagger, grumpy, but now he knows what he's doing, yes, right? Like, exactly. Because like people are like, well, that's the, that's not the new hope guy who got out of situation. I'm like, yes, because back then he need to go yeah. through meet Jabba. Go through all these different heists and all these like smuggling. Yeah, because this is just the start mission. of it. Like he just got he out just of got Corellia, into that world. right? And like that was this was just the start of it. Like he went yeah. through the war. He's seen some things, and you right. could see like uh, I I don't know. They didn't go too much of his life in Corellia, but maybe that war kind of hardened him, and he's gonna keep getting like, cause it, cause a smuggler like that's just I'm I'm assuming that's like pretty stressful. Yeah, 100%. and all that. So like uh, I'm sure he's gonna keep getting hardened and more grumpy and more right. like more cold-hearted like he normally is so like so i see i see i i, I think it's good um i loved right. um uh childish gambino yeah so i liked his acting i thought he was a much better fit for lando yes. than this guy was uh alden alden Eric alden Eric for Eric. solo only because yeah. i felt like he embodied um, Lando, Lando, so just well. so well, like by yeah. his voice mm. and by his and again, and like. His swagger. But the I mean, thing is, yeah. but the thing, you, you, but the, but the thing, like, you can't give him too much credit because Lando doesn't have too much face time in the movies. So like his his character is kind of like up in the air yeah, a little bit. Like right. he could have taken um, creative liberties with mm. him and been okay with it. I don't know if you if you listen to both of their interviews, but um, they both um, so. The studio paid for them to have lunches with him with Harrison and then mm-hmm. Gambino with or, or Glover um, with um, uh, Lando. Yeah, the, the, the original who Lando. Bill, for, I forgot Bill, his name. Whatever his name is. So anyway, yeah. so they paid for it and yeah. um, um, Glover goes like he's like Billy coming Dean in with something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he goes in with all these ideas to Billy and then he's like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about this and this and this and this and literally like Billy's like. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. Just be charismatic. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, literally say. that's all he said. He's like yeah. and then uh and then uh Gambino goes like, "You know what? That was kind of a relief cuz uh 
he it, basically his reaction to me made me feel like you know what it's not I shouldn't overthink it mm-hmm. I just need to go in and he's such a good actor dude like and 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 the chemistry between him and Han like kind of like the their butting of the heads like perfectly done yeah the other thing that I want to mention that I, I really liked a little bit loose like I mean they could have done a little better but of course that's with everything mm-hmm. um the the partnership between him and Chewbacca like they, they fell into Thank the you pit for, the way they met yeah was brilliant I yeah. thought that's that's like a, a story that I believe and I think that gives a lot of cool context to how they came into their lives like because I thought when um he felt I thought it was gonna be like in Jabba's palace in Last Jedi. There'd be some kind of creature coming at Han. I did not anticipate it being Chewbacca. Yeah, when they said like, like feed, feed him to the so monster, cool. feed him to the monster or the beast or whatever. Like yes. I didn't expect that to be Chewbacca. Right. But like the, they, the fact that they instantly hit it off, I think that tells a lot about their friendship. And I love yeah. that line that I took a little bit of Wookiee and whatever. It was an elective, whatever. Yeah, that one and was kind of. I, I love. I don't know. I like that. I thought that was cute. I was like, all right, all right, that was adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought it. I don't know. That one I, was, I'm that a sucker for like little cheesy moments like that. Though. I, but I like that they got along so well, and yeah. like they both had their own motives, mm-hmm. um, but they worked they together yeah. so well. And then uh, at the end, like Chewie took the the the, 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 the co pilot seat. seat, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm like 140 years old. I, of course, like, I know you what look the fuck." Great. I'm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's such a good line. No, so I, I love that they, they established their friendship and everything. Yeah. And then Chewbacca came back, and like he's like, "Yeah, I'm not leaving you. I'm I'm still here." Like I think. We're gonna work together from now on. Yeah, and that's why I think it's a, it was a really simple story, which I'm glad. I'm glad it's not this convoluted fucking plot. Yeah, very simple. Point A to point B, and I thought the villain, um, whatever Paul Bettany, I thought he was like a typical Star Wars villain, like yeah. Scar. Though he he was blah, whatever. Yeah, he but wasn't. The, my but my favorite twist at the end was. Uh, those pirates that were coming after him was actually that girl. Yeah. She takes yeah. the mask off and she's like, we're, we're getting these canisters for some kind of rebellion and I'm yeah. like, oh, nice tie-in. Okay, yeah. I, I, I see that. So they were on the wrong side. They were on the wrong side yep, the whole exactly. time, which was great. Woody Harrelson was actually a bad guy and, and that's where he gets the first taste of not trusting people. Yeah. And then, I, I just thought like the score was great. There was that classic when they were going through the uh, um, cloud tunnel with uh, being chased by the um, the Tie Fighters, and they had that classic Star Wars music, like no, no, oh, so good, it got chills, and everything that tied into the movies, and I thought everybody was well cast. I thought this was the biggest pleasant surprise of the summer because of all the bad publicity and the casting choices, and everything worked, and I was like, this is great, right? It was enjoyable, it was fun. And Darth Maul coming to the end was like a nice little cherry on top. I thought it was a nice time. That was that was an that unexpected was cool. twist for me. How, how that works, I don't know. I'm not I need sure to read either. More yeah. about like like because I'm sure there's some books on the side that showed like after he got split in half, he has like robot legs. I heard something like that. So um, that, you you think that so is that so timeline wise? Because right, this is this um, is after this is after the events of uh, the Clone Wars, I, right? See, that's where I See, get a little messed up I don't know. See, we'll, we'll, we'll have to look into that because Han's too young. No, Han should not have been born yet. At that time? Because remember, and when Darth Maul gets cut in half, yeah. Darth Vader's still a child. That's Anakin. Yeah, I know. And that's oh, his father. So, so, so sh- 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 shouldn't we assume that 
let's assume for for simplicity well let's not solve it here but like for simplicity maybe uh anakin should be the same age as solo because like yeah because he's a dad to luke right sort of like like you, you like if you yes. see them together yeah, yeah. they're kind of they have enough an age difference Cause, yeah because luke is younger than Han. so, so whatever right. age so when anakin i don't know so whatever age they were i don't know i don't know how because han's like supposed in this way he's supposed to be like early 20s right yeah by the time he meets Luke, he's in his mid thirties. Let's just say. Yeah. Right. So. So what, when was what, how old was he in Darth Maul? How how old would he? How, how well, old was Anakin? Darth Maul is an alien, so we don't know. He could age. Sure. He could live a long time. So that's where it gets tricky. So I think we should research because that's. So we'll figure out. Maybe that's why they only showed half his body anyway. Exactly. Because they could have shown his full body or something or whatever. So anyway. Well, that was a cool Easter egg. I yeah, thought, hey, that was cool. Tie it in because I was wondering what the last scene was gonna be, and I just thought overall, obviously not a flawless movie um, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, yeah. But I think it runs circles around Last Jedi. Like after this movie, I'm like, this is see Last Jedi. This is how you write a decent Star Wars movie. And I'm not gonna lie, I thought that robot and how Lando ran after it. That was a really yeah. emotional moment. I'm like, oh shit. It's funny how Star Wars can make robots some of the most likable characters in any So movie. humanizing humanizing yeah. the robot a little bit. Yeah, it was good. And it was a great scene. I have to like, say that... How does that work with you and Lando? And yeah. the robot's like, it'll work. Yeah, Just, don't worry about it. We'll know, figure out a way. We'll, we'll figure out a way to stick it in, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I again, I don't want to play... Well, I do want to play Devil's Advocate for The Last Jedi. I just think if you're doing a Star Wars main mm. story film... Yeah. You have so many more rules to abide by and mm-hmm. so many more mistakes you can make. For all these spinoffs, you can't but really make, make that mistakes. many mistakes. Five, I know, but it's not as easy. people that won't make mistakes. I know, but I'm just saying it's not that easy. I For agree. this one, like you can't really say this is... But Han Solo, if he, I could argue, is very integral in the main storyline. No, no, you can make... Yeah, for right? sure. But like, yeah. there's no force... Um, no Jedi, no, 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 no right. rules you're breaking in in regards to the mythical and whatever. Right, because so he's all about the underworld. Yeah, he's he, exactly. Yeah. So, so I feel like in, in that regard, maybe it's easier to pull off than a Star Wars mainline. I agree, it's less complicated. Yeah, yes. but uh, but again, I think the acting was good. Everything, I think everything played out pretty well. Like I like the movie. Now, I want to ask you this: Is it because our expectations were rock bottom, like literally? The hurdle they had to cross was, like, a, a little, like, branch. I don't think so, years, because, like, like, think about, like, Rogue One, like... Had high expectations because it followed Force Awakens when people, back, but, um, when but it people wasn't thought a, Disney had it under control. Yeah, so you this only... This Last Jedi. Well, so I, I guess I didn't have low expectations for this movie. You didn't, and it's still... And you still like I, I had low... I, had, I was a little... I was questioning if... Alden can pull off a uh, Han, right. like a classic Han, but like, again, pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, I always approach a movie, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm pretty neutral or... unless I'm very heavily invested in like, I've already read the book or like there's been a, a prequel to it. And this one is kind of like, it's a little bit maybe... Uh, Open Maybe there's a there's no it's not I just no story I, I really wanted it, to yeah. know how they pulled off the twenty second parsec, twenty parsec. Uh, oh, and how he Kessel cut across, run. and that's yeah. how they figured. But that they didn't out, really yeah. dive into that as much. Well, because they showed just, how he didn't take the traditional route. He yeah, cut not, across the storm. Yeah. yeah, but I know, but like he, I, because that's mentioned so many times. Yeah. Right. So I thought they were gonna give more of a an ode to that, but but it was fine. It was a good movie. Yeah. 
I guess let me go first then. I think I would give it a solid B. Yeah. I, that's that's just my take. Wow, are we lining up on every movie today? This is weird. Yeah, today we like lined that. up on everything. Oh, because I'm that's a solid weird. B too. I just thought it was a well-written movie. Uh, I I think much better than Last Jedi. Circles around Last Jedi. Huh, because it's actually a coin. Do you know why I think it's better than Last Jedi? I didn't question anything. I bought. But again, the there was plot. less to question. So that's that's just, that's just gonna be my and, argument. And, 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 the, and honestly, like I'm gonna get off my Star Wars high horse from it. I think you're right. Last Jedi, because it has the bloodline, the epic, exactly. the epic w- war that's happening in the galaxy. I get like it. The You're force right. and the dark side. There's nothing there, and but there might be in the next one with right. Darth Maul coming in. Exactly. I don't then, know what's happening there. So, yeah. I, so uh, we missed one thing. Like, what do you think of Kiara? Kiara. That was um. Okay. Whatever. I, I mean, I expected more from her. That's, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, the fact that I'm just blah about her. If she was I mean, it wasn't movie, about her. Granted, well, it wasn't about her. I think she was just a plot device. She didn't rise above to be a great character. No, she no, was, she wasn't the memorable. The reason Han had a point to come back and look for something that led to X, Y, Z, she was just a catalyst. Yeah, but I think... See, I'd be... So, with that ending, I felt like if she had left... If she had ended it like a complete bitch, I would have loved it more. Because I would have been like... So, she had like, an ulterior motive. happened, right? To make her evil. Yes, yeah, like something happened. Yeah. And then uh, maybe in the next movie, they show more of a conflict. Like, she still loves him. But like... Because they didn't talk about all the shit that she's been through. Because she, she mentioned yeah. that that's going to be big in the next movie. For oh, sure. And uh, who else told him that? Uh, Woody Harrelson or Paul Benny. He's like, you don't know what she's done to get here. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. he doesn't know what's happened. Like, And I like they t- kept that a mystery, too. I'm glad they didn't explain it. And it could be, yeah. like, she's she's part of the dark side now. Could be. She could be. She could have something. I mean, she has that mark now, right? That they never really explained what that meant either. I mean, I know it's related to his organization. Yeah. But we don't know exactly what it means to get that mark. Because they made it sound like she got that mark because she did some crazy shit. It's like in a gang. Like, to rise up in a gang in Chicago, right? The crazier the motherfucker, they get tatted, right? Yeah. And you know who's... You don't fuck with this person. So maybe that's the same thing in Star Wars. Like, you get these markings for some twisted things you've done. Who knows, but like... And that's cool, because I like that they're exploring the gang. I, I like this is no Jedi, no mythical. I like that this is the the raw underworld of Star Wars. Yeah. I, I want to see more of that world. Yeah. Because there looks like there's some cool, complex shit going there. There's so much more they can do with it, right? So, like, so that's why. So again, it's yeah. good. Yeah, I felt like she, maybe she could have been more memorable, but it's fine. Again, we, we gave it a B. And Ron Howard, beautifully shot film. Whatever you want to say about the film, I thought it was a beautiful movie. It looked amazing. Yeah, I His mean, direction they is, didn't have to do too much with like a, like, I guess it was just the the heist part. Of, so again, that this movie, instead of like Last Jedi is gonna have all, all these battles and stuff, this yeah. movie's not gonna have that. Any of the solo movies aren't gonna have big battle scenes. I mean, they're gonna the be heist scenes where, where the he's war. a soldier, yeah, which is kind of cool to see. But Just I think, but I think the CGI yeah. dollars are gonna go towards the heist scenes. Yeah, 100%. and I think that's where it gets interesting, like that train and everything. Oh, which that was, was a good great scene. scene. Yeah, it was a good scene. So, yeah. And I like how the train twists and it yeah. forced everybody to kind of move with it. Really cool. So yeah, solid B movie. Surprise, glad it wasn't a disaster. Yeah. And we'll see where Star Wars goes from here, because yeah, the next Star Wars one is gonna be the mainline story. Right. J.J. Abrams is coming back. Praise Jesus, our Lord and Savior is gonna save us. 
And uh, yeah, man. So, movie review extravaganza done, people. We did it. How many movies was that today? Four? Five with Five? Black Panther. Black Panther. That's right, Black yeah. Panther. And uh, hey, guys, um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, more movie reviews to come. We have Ant-Man the Wasp coming up, uh, a full-featured Black Panther review. And probably have a lot, hopefully some good horror movies coming up too, man. I know Hereditary yeah. is getting a lot of hype right now, so hopefully we can tackle that one. But until then, send us your comment, questions, and concerns to allthehype at gmail.com. Let us know which movies you loved, any movies you want us to review. We can tackle those as well. And, all, of course, feedback, criticism, whatever you want to throw at us, we're here to listen to you guys. And with all that said, Arslan. Have a great rest of your day, man, and stay hyped. Stay hyped, guys. Peace. Later.